cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. I like that it's a mystery for us. Well, it's always a mystery, Corey. Yeah. And I like how that's the first thing that got captured in the recording. So, like, I'm I'm a little worried. <laughs> so, um, do you guys know that sometimes I sleepwalk? Mm-hmm. No. Did you know I sometimes watch you sleep? Oh, uh, that's that's a, that's a little <laughs> bit creepier than my statement. But I mean, well, that's how I know you sleep. I had to unmute myself to get the if laugh. You were, if you were going to. <laughs> If you were going to watch somebody sleep, you might as well pick a sleepwalker because it's more like a TV show. Then you're like, what are they going to do next? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like, I didn't do anything crazy, but like last night, uh, so this is, uh, let me take a step back. I usually only sleepwalk. I didn't kill anybody. No, I, yes, <laughs> that's also true. That's an important point. Uh, only some slight maiming. I usually only sleepwalk after I've been drinking. But it's weird, though, because there has to be a very like specific amount. Because if I have a couple drinks, oh. then no sleepwalking. If I have like a ton of drinks, like way too many drinks, then no sleepwalking. There's this weird, like, I don't know. There's this weird line in the middle somewhere where it's like, yeah, you're drunk. You're not, you're, like, you're pretty drunk. But you're not, like total pass out drunk where you'll get up and just sleepwalk and what i do is so is it because your body's not drunk enough that it has to go on a quest for more alcohol no no actually what or is it because your body thinks it's the greatest walker in the world at the moment oh do you think i'm like i'm like olympic power walking doing laps so I, around my house i was gonna say i know people who claim to be better drivers uh, of cars and boats so i was um, thinking maybe keith's better at walking no you know what that is that's that's it's called liquid courage for a reason they're more confident <laughs> at driving right. cars and boats but they're not they're they're not better <laughs> oh i know they, it's just like how you walk yes <laughs> I mean, it's not better. Well, that's true. Look at look at me walk drunk, and then look at me walk sober. I will walk drunk very confidently, but you cannot tell me that is better. <laughs> so, no. What so what usually happens is well, oh, just tell you what happened last night. So, as recounted from my wife, who told me uh, today. Which I remember the very tail end of, because this is the other thing about sleepwalking is that um, you don't really remember it unless you get like fully conscious, and then you remember like from that point on. Um, so until you're fully aroused. Yes. Yeah. 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 You gotta gotta get a huge boner, and then it's like boom, clarity. Um. So. <laughs> I would. Yeah, boner clarity. (laughs) You know her. Yeah, it's not. I've heard. I've heard of post nut clarity. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Yeah, it's usually. I think everybody's had that. (laughs) Where you just go? What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. 
sometimes it kicks in like while you're still nutting and it's just like, whoa. <laughs> I guess this is what I'm doing for the next five uh, seconds. But but I don't have any other clean socks. So I, wish I didn't sleepwalk. <laughs> uh, so um around like one thirty in the morning, I apparently woke up and sat like straight up in bed. I was like about to get out of bed and Nikki was like, what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, my usual response is usually like, Oh, I don't know. Or don't worry about it. I'm like I usually, that's, <laughs> one, of the, one of those is really threatening. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So it's one of those two things. Like yeah. When, when I'm <laughs> sleepwalking, if I respond, I respond either like, I don't know, or don't worry about it. And, so I sit up and she's like, she, and she understands what's about to happen. So she's just like, she's like, it's, it's one go back to sleep. And apparently I lay back down. Pretending like, to go to sleep. Like, or in an attempt. And she said soon after, and I don't know how soon this is. It could have been like five minutes, could have been like 20 minutes. But soon after I basically just like sat up and got out of bed and she was just like, here we go. All so right, it was 12 minutes and 47 seconds. Wow. I timed it when so I was they, watching. There you go. So <laughs> thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. The court stenographer, basically. So it's a, it's a I, tough job, but somebody's got to do it. What's up, all you Chappelle fans <laughs> that remember that? <laughs> I go to the bathroom. I turn the shower on. I sit down on the toilet. Oh, great. I. Which Nikki didn't verify this part, but I seemingly take a shit because I take a little while. <laughs> so, I mean, I was, you know, like, it was not like, you know, two minutes. I seemingly was... take a shit. I didn't actually <laughs> shit. There was just a shit in the bowl or No, I could, I could have. Maybe I did. She, like, I flushed the toilet. Um, Wait, I took a sh- Well, hold on. Hold on. Did you, did you sleep wipe your ass? I might have. Uh, but the thing is, I also, I also, I also showered though. So who knows if I, uh, if I fully no. showered, the ass would have been clean anyway. What? what, what you don't clean your what? ass? You don't clean your butt? I don't think. Well, my shower doesn't exactly act like a bidet. Right. I don't go straight from the shit to the shower. You don't. There's yeah, wiping exactly. well, Yeah. Well, I'm assuming that like, I wipe. You just like. You just like. <laughs> Get in your shower and just like bend over and spread your cheeks. No, no, <laughs> for the best. No, but you don't so you don't use soap. And on just your... like mash it down. The, the so wait, he's got that detachable shower head. He just grabs so wait, and reaches does, right back there. Does your does your butt never get clean? Mode. I mean, you wipe after you ship, but like uh-huh. you clean your butt in the shower, right? Yeah, like yes. with soap. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> But so that like, doesn't mean. All right, so you're the less. All right, clean so if you here. took a shit <laughs> and then you're got into the shower to clean your ass, no, that means you're, you're touching your shit with your no, hands. You're assuming that I did <laughs> because you didn't wipe. Listen, listen. If I sleep, if I sleep, stood up and I sleep walked and then I sleep shit. Why would you think I didn't sleep wipe? That's a lot of sleep assumptions Wait. you got going there. You should Wait, see the Corey, things I could do while I sleep. Corey. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. We should listen to the rest of the story because he might talk about how he woke up with peanut butter on his hand. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have Tom. Uh, you were there. Did he wipe his ass? I don't want to say. 
Oh, oh no. he wasn't there. Tom wiped his ass for him. Yep. Oh I didn't no, wipe his ass he for did. Him. I <laughs> he just did. watched him disappointingly when he didn't wipe his ass and got into the shower because I just went, oh. That's so, just, oh. so I took a shower. I don't know how successful that was because I was sleeping. Don't remember See, that's, that's that's why you wouldn't know. I also I don't remember the shit. So this is the problem, though, is that I could have sat on the toilet, done nothing, and then just flushed yeah. it. So, like, there's also that whole possibility. So, anyway, I took the shower, dried off, got clothes, like, as if I was going to get ready to go to work. Like, well, go to work, I work from home. But, like, get dressed for the day. And um, I got clothes, went back to the bedroom, was like toweling off, put some clothes on, and Nikki sat up in bed. And at this point, this is when I actually like became awake. And she was like, Keith, go wipe your ass. It's it's two o'clock. <laughs> she was no. She was like, it's two o'clock in the morning. Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are leaving a trail. <laughs> Look at what uh, you did to that towel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just holding the cat. Um, <laughs> That's where he gets that crust on his so, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, that is. So, um, she was like, "It's two o'clock in the morning." You just took a shower. You know that, right? And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, go to bed. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay. I'm like, <laughs> crawled back into bed, slept for like five more hours, and then got up. And unfortunately, because of just the way that I uh, structure my day and what helps like wake me up in the morning, is that five hours later... I got up and took another shower. Alright. Because it's just like, I, for some reason, I have to like, shower in the morning. <laughs> I get it. Cause it, it, get it. No, it, it wakes. No, because it like, it's relaxing, but it also mm-hmm. like, wakes me up. And then like, I feel fresh and clean and I get dressed, brush my teeth and I'm like, boom. Well, yeah. Like my thing is, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm a person until I've brushed my teeth in the morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so. I've had days where I have, for some reason, like, re- like rearranged the order of events that I've done things, and I have showered, but forgotten to brush my teeth. And at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, I'll be like, my mouth feels fucking disgusting. What is wrong with mm. me? Right? Like, it'll take me, like, a second to realize it and just be like, I ain't brush. I got to brush my teeth right, like, right now. Like, mm. I, it's, there's, like, a weird feeling, I feel like, that your teeth have if you haven't brushed them in the morning. Got that weird film. Yeah. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the same. Honestly, you know, it's, um, it's not the same film, but um, when you drink diet soda... I feel like diet so or really any soda like when you drink enough of it I feel like it gives this like feeling to your teeth like I don't know it's probably just because I mostly drink just black coffee water and alcohol 
But like when I put that alcohol in soda and I drink a couple of them, I notice like I'm like my teeth feel like it's not sticky, but kind of, I don't know. There's a weird thing in soda. It's not good for you. Still drink it. Kind of feels like the way your butt cheeks feel after you sleepwalk. Yeah. (laughs) Unclean. After you just, you know, (laughs) pretend shit and then bidet yourself in the shower. All right. You keep saying pretend, but... I know. He keeps saying, like, I wasn't there, but... I mean, you know, so... But the thing is, I had to poop today, so I assume that I didn't shit. I mean, I could have. Maybe a little. Whoa, whoa, Keith. Keith, it, you mean you've never pooped more than once in a day? Well, yeah, but not always. <laughs> I always yeah, poop I more than once in a day. Always. <laughs> Ooh, what's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, where three supervillains in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons and sometimes poop. I'm Corey, the mighty Pooh Zamir. I'm Tom, Gotham's little sweet potato pie, O'Connell. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. I'm I'm Keith. Oh, I'm little Robin. I'm a little kid. Oh, Barnofsky. <laughs> and today we're talking about Harley Quinn. I don't know if it has a subtitle. Nope. Harley nope. Quinn. That's, Got it. Yep. Got it in one. Which Tom picked, and I had honestly only ever heard about because of news. What was it like? The whole thing with DC not wanting Batman to go down on somebody. <laughs> yeah, Catwoman. Yeah, and, uh, it was like some news that made the rounds like a year ago. Yeah, because uh, about that season th- season three, which is currently airing right now on Thursday nights uh, on HBO Max. Uh, they were supposed to have a a joke about uh, Batman going down on Catwoman, and yeah, DC was like, no, absolutely not. Superheroes don't do that. Wait, we could have have everybody in this episode F-bomb left and right, but superheroes don't eat pussy. Yeah. Hold on. Villains can. Hold on. I guess I'm a villain. <laughs> I mean, so that just seems like a really weird line to draw in the sand. It seems to me like somebody high up in that executive chain was just like, Batman does not eat pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> superhero skip steps. Yeah. <laughs> they just get, they get the job done and they get the fuck out of there. Like, <laughs> I I don't like I don't I don't understand that. I just don't understand like I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean, did they actually make any sexual like I gar- well the, the thing is based on my research of watching this one episode mm-hmm. of this series. Research for science. I'm mm-hmm. almost certain that nobody in the higher ups that make decisions at DC have watched the show. Probably not. <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of stuff that if they're gonna be that you know, stick up their ass about Batman eating pussy. 
There's like there's one... a whole lot of stuff that they'd probably be like, nope, oh, yeah. that's not happening. Well, nope, that's not happening. Nope, that's not happening. I mean, unless and they just have yeah, like here uh, we are. Unless they just have like an extreme like distaste. Um, <laughs> I guess this is like uh, I don't know, a strange pun, but uh, an extreme a, distaste for, for 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 the act where they were just like either that or they're just like. No, Bat- Batman would not. I mean, I know he has that cutout in his mask that makes the perfect, <laughs> the perfect hole to just, you know, get right up in there. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I got Tom's like wheezing. Um, oh. it's it just seems like a weird place to draw the line. Like it is. Especially since there's, like, the, I, I mean, aside from the pussy eating, I guess what their issue is, is, like, the characterization of a character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, every other character in this series, based on this one episode I've watched, is mischaracterized based from, <laughs> like, what they actually are in the comics and in every other form of media. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just, like... Who cares? Maybe this Batman eats pussy, but the one in your fucking comic books doesn't need to. No, the one He's in just your, a douche in the no, comic the, books. No, the one in your fucking mind that you modeled your life after. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who was just... Oh, I... I because that's it. the excuse he's been using with his wife for 30 years. Is, yeah, well, exactly. But, but Batman doesn't eat pussy. Only villains eat pussy. <laughs> We're going to get put on some sort of list or someone's going to tag this. Just like They talk uh, about pussy in a lot in this, yeah, in this podcast. You know. <laughs> I mean. Really weird cartoons about eating pussy. It's weird. They just can't yeah, stop talking it, about it. And the thing is. It's not even the episode, like I said. It's not even, yeah. A third season pro issue, and the third season's airing now. We watched episode uh, four from season one, which is titled "Finding Mister Right." Uh, now, I, I I know Corey has never seen the show till today. Keith, is that the same with you? Yeah, same with me. And honestly, it was. Um... It was refreshing because we watched this and I, it's on HBO and I should have guessed, but it was very, it was very refreshing to watch this DC cartoon and DC universe cartoon, except they're, they're swearing and there's blood and there's like sexual jokes. And like, it was, it was one of those things where I was just like, oh man, this is what I wanted the cartoon to be as a, as a child. (laughs) <laughs> um, which understandably you don't want to show this cartoon to a child, but this is what I would have right. wanted. You didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> luckily I didn't put this on. Just like, like, hey, I mean, Tom didn't really give us any sort of uh, warning because neither. Uh, yeah, of us I wanted. Were familiar. I wanted to surprise you guys. Well, well luckily, I mean, you could, you could have accidentally surprised Maya also. <laughs> what I did was I watched it. <laughs> I watched it like during the day when I was eating lunch, uh, so she was at school. <laughs> I don't think I would have like without vetting it. Yeah, I usually don't, especially like well, because the content of DC mainly just like bad guys. I don't know. Then again, I showed her uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles without like 
rewatching it first. So I was just like, yeah, look at these guys. Well, but that you knew they weren't going to be like going down. Oh, man, fuck Bebop, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck Bebop. Give me some fucking pizza, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Kiss my ass, Chrome uh, Dome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, crang bang. Uh, I don't know. I'm just what? stretching at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Um, Krang? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. So, yeah, this is a, a relatively new series. I believe season one started airing back in 2019. Uh, I think it aired... Uh, before it was picked up by HBO Max, there was like this now defunct uh, DC sort of... I don't know if it was a, a streaming service or a network it or was. something. It was. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I can't remember but it either. Had, but like, it... their other shows, they had, um... Oh, what is that superhero team? Teen Titans? No, the other one. Oh, uh... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Brendan Fraser plays the voice of yes. the robot yes, man. Yes, I forgot. Oh, yeah, man. I don't remember what they're Shoot. called. It's been, it's been a while it's a good since, show. I've paid it, since I've paid uh, attention to comic books. Yeah, I can't believe I'm spacing. Doom Legion? No, not Doom, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, Doom Thank Patrol. You. Doom Patrol, yes. With how fucking like, obscure they are, it's weird that they ever made that show. And also, mm-hmm. I feel pretty secure in that none of our listeners were screaming at their podcasting device what it actually was. Because that was pretty... It was pretty uh, out there. I think there. David's Doom Patrol. <laughs> He's come back. He's oh, come, come back on. to listen to us, and because he likes you and me, he doesn't like Keith. Because you know, him up he, for Keith to he take shits a shit himself on when he he sleepwalks. So you know, I'm so fine like putting him in Keith's toilet when Keith is sleepwalking. I'm f- yeah, I'm fine. Well, <laughs> well. So that's the problem, though, is that when I'm sleepwalking, it's, it's like, like no, it's Schrodinger shit. You don't know shit. Damn it! Damn it! Oh! <laughs> Oh, I stole that right from underneath you. God, he just took he, he like took the air out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, yep. So you never know if David Spade is covered in my shit, but <laughs> you can always hope. Oh wow. Well, now he's not listening, so now he's not going to be shouting Doom I feel Patrol. like if we actually mention his name enough, maybe he'll listen to our podcast, and then he'll hate it, oh, and then God. maybe he'll talk about us, and all news is good news, so... <laughs> There's this one guy on this yeah. podcast that really doesn't like me, <laughs> but he's not on any fucking relevant social media, so I can't blast him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Twitter. He's on Twitter. No, I said relevant. Oh, true. (laughs) Hey, listeners. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could give us a good rating on iTunes or wherever you rate your podcast. Also, tell your friends to listen. If you don't have friends, tell your dog. If you don't have a dog, tell your cat. If you don't have a cat, tell your fish. If you don't have a fish, tweet it on Twitter. And get friends on Twitter. Tell everybody on Twitter. Scream it on Instagram. Scream it out your window. We love you guys. Thank you so much. So anyway. But anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I assume you guys probably recognized a lot of the voices in this show, right? 
You know, I was focused... I only got to watch this once because, despite the fact that we've been off for two weeks, I didn't (laughs) bother to get the login for the HBO Max until right before we recorded the podcast. Um, So I only had the chance to watch it once. And I was more focused on, like, what are the characters doing rather than who are the characters yeah. voiced by. Alright, well... So, I did... This is this is going to be an upset. I, I recognized two voices, uh-huh. when, like, immediately upon hearing them. <laughs> uh, King Shark is Ron Funches. Because mm-hmm. he has such a unique, like... Not just voice, but just the like cadence of the way he speaks mm. and the emphasis that he puts on different words. Like I don't know. I've heard I've heard a bunch of his stand up, like whenever I hear him, I'm just like, Oh, that's Ron. That's Ron right there. <laughs> the other one was well, George Costanza, which Yep. I don't remember his real name, so I, then I had to look it Jason up. But it's Jason, Alexander. yeah, Jason Alexander. Yeah. I had to look that one up just for the purpose of pointing this out because <laughs> the landlord is George Costanza. Um, yes, whose name? Uh, Cy- I could see that. Borgman. Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, cyborg man. <laughs> so um, pretty maybe, awesome. So, but uh, Harley Quinn. You didn't recognize Harley Quinn. I did not. I looked it up as as part of this when I looked up Jason Alexander. I was like, well, let me look at the whole cast. So Yeah. So you have uh, Harley Quinn, the star of the show, voiced by uh, Kaylee Coco. Uh, Penny from The Big Bang Theory. And uh, what, okay. was that, uh, what was that other show she was on before that? Um, um, Eight Simple Rules? For dating my teenage it? daughter or something like that. Yeah, that one, yeah. <clears throat> so she was on that and you know she's yep. doing a bunch of things now anyhow uh then you had uh oh alan tudyk uh yeah. voices the joker and uh, the joker and clayface the joker uh, the joker <laughs> yeah i know i um, was got a little excited combined the two names so do you think they got him though because alan three dick wasn't available come on <laughs> i had to i had to uh, but I, I only think know you've said that joke to me once. I uh, probably. Too. Um, a long I. Time ago. <laughs> it's not spelled anywhere close to to making that a feasible joke, but I said it anyway. Um, <laughs> but he was in Firefly, so yeah. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. If he's in anything, uh, and somebody tells me that he's in it, I'll probably watch it just because. Um, Firefly. Uh, yeah, because Firefly. Yeah. Well, he's he's been in a million things, and he does a ton of voice work. Uh, and like, you know, he was the vo- uh, he he was the robot in uh, Star Wars. Uh, was it a ah the, the the story where they they go and get the Death Star plans? Uh, Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he was the robot in Rogue One. He he even you know was dressed on the stilts and everything, and was there in person wearing huh. the the funny suit for. Uh, you know, to do the digital uh, work afterwards. So he voiced him and did the uh, physical work. So, Oh, um, so at first H2 when you said he was the robot, I was thinking like an R2 unit where he was just like, beep, boop, bop. <laughs> like, no. Not, not no. any speaking lines. I'm like, 
How would I know? How would I know that he voiced that? Did you not he's watch Rogue One? I have yeah, like one the... one time in theaters when it came out, and that was it. Hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like, the, the it's, like a, it's like top three, <laughs> maybe top two best Star Wars movies. I mean, I remember really enjoying it. I just unfortunately the problem is that my wife is not a big Star Wars fan, so I can't just like put on a Star Wars movie after dinner mm. and expect her to be okay with it. It's true. You know what I should do? Next time I'm sleepwalking, I should watch Star Wars. <laughs> Quote, unquote, um, sleepwalking. <laughs> sleepwalk. No, really, I just love taking showers at 1.30 in the morning for no fucking reason and then putting on fresh clothes. No, Nikki's going to catch you sitting in the living room. She's going to be like, what's that smell? Oh, no, he shit the couch while watching the <laughs> TV again. <laughs> Put him in the shower. Why is I mean, Spade and Tom in the corner watching. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they have pants? <laughs> you ask too many questions, Nikki. They're eating out of the same popcorn bowl that don't I am ask, too. Don't ask questions <laughs> that you don't want the answers to. <laughs> you wonder where this animosity for David Spade comes from. <laughs> Because he just now, watches. Now it makes a little sense. Because yeah. because he just watches me shit all the time. It's weird. Yeah. I can't stop him either. He's powerful. Yeah. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> so, and he's got the hey. connection of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm, of course, I'm gonna cater to our number one fan. Um, I mean, if the checks yeah. if the checks keep cashing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, anyhow, I should, suppose I should get back to the show. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I realize I should have given you guys a slight heads up and just said, okay, this series pretty much takes place after Harley Quinn uh, splits up with the Joker. She decides after years of his, uh, you know, being in an abusive relationship with him, she finally says she's had enough. She breaks free and decides, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to start my own crew. I'm going to be the number one villain in Gotham. So See, that that is like the one part of this that's like, I, I feel like really pulling from the comic books. Yeah. Because that's been something that has been storylines. I don't know if it's mm -hmm. been lately, because it's been a while since I've read DC Comics or comics in general. But I definitely heard that there's been a lot of storylines where Harley Quinn is trying to break out on her own mm -hmm. um, because of how bad the Joker really is to her. And, and a lot of it doesn't make the comic book page, but there's a lot of... Like, DC Comics gets, like, extremely dark. Yeah. Extremely dark. Like, like the Joker going as far as to, like, have someone remove his face, like, yeah. cut his face out, and then put his mm -hmm. face back on, just to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, some sadistic shit. Yeah. So, like, well, he was... basically gets to wear his own Joker mask of I his was, own I face. was even thinking, uh, going back a little further... You know, when, when the, the Killing Joke was uh, published. Oh, yeah. The well, novel, that the was... Killing Joke. Uh, the thing with that is, I like... Mean... 
Actually, that's probably, honestly, one of the most recent comic books I read because I found it at a thrift store. Really? Uh, and I had never read it until probably earlier this year. Hmm. And it's one of those comics that takes place in such a way that it makes you question, like, how much of this actually happens in any sort of canon DC timeline. Mm. Given the idea of a canon DC timeline is ridiculous with how often they've rebooted things. True. Yeah. Because, like, they're always coming up with, like, alright, now the new 52, now this, and now this, and now everybody's origins are different, and despite mm. having 60 years worth of comic books, Batman's still in his 30s, you know? <laughs> Whereas, like, I think that's why I always gravitated more towards Marvel characters, because, like, Peter Parker has aged. Surprise, surprise, he's not still a 15-year-old kid who got bit by a spider. He didn't stay that way. Mm. He grows up, he evolves, he becomes, you know, better. He develops character flaws, he overcomes them, stuff like that. So, well, what about uh... but with DC characters, they're like <clears throat> Batman just keeps cycling through sidekicks. Well, there's there's a, a a Batman series. I think it was like late '80s, maybe early '90s. I'm space. Uh, I hate myself for spacing on it because I actually really enjoy it. And and they did an animated version, like a two or three part sort of mini series. Um, it, it's when Batman, you know, he's been long retired. Uh, Gotham's kind of going down the crapper. Commissioner Gordon set to retire. Nah, it's not Batman Beyond. Uh, he he ends up getting a new psychic. Uh, the new Robin. oh, the female She's Robin. A, the female Robin. The yeah. Um, oh, I can't believe the I'm Dark Knight Returns. So yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, he, Frank he Miller. Fights... Dark Knight Returns. Yes, and then yes. Dark Frank Knight Miller. Strikes yes. Back. Yeah, because he he. Ultimately, there, there's a, a fight scene in that show, which we see kind of in a movie that takes, you know, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm kind of spoiling things if I talk about the fight between Super... Ah, uh, shit, I already did. Spoilers, <laughs> Just, just skip past These, these comic books are like 15, 20 years old at this point. It's, oh, God, it's this, fine. One's, this one's like 30 years old at yeah, this point. Yeah, exactly, like, it's still, fine. That's uh, like well, saying Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh my god, no! Oh, fuck, Whoa. Corey, Whoa. why? Why would you Why would you do that? Damn it. That, uh. I am a super villain. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. you have your pussy-eating card on full display. <laughs> and it's, it's very it's right next to my license. Yeah. Cause... It gets really <laughs> awkward when I get pulled over by the police. Yeah. Because they're just like, what's that? And I'm just like, don't worry about it. I'll tell yeah. you when you're older. Because, <laughs> wait, they're hold like, on. Oh, shit, we got a real villain yeah, on right. our hands. That's hold, right. Hold, hold on. Up. Hold just, on. In hey. this, in, no, in this, in this situation, you're saying the police are the good guys? <laughs> that is a stretch. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> stretch. A stretch. <laughs> what kind of universe? That's, that's a weird multiverse story if I ever fictional. heard one. It's fictional at best. <laughs> so anyway. So yeah, going back to the show. Uh... We we start the oh 
and I, I just gonna say we didn't mention Doctor Psycho is voiced by Tony Hale, which I always have to point out when I see something with Tony Hale because he was Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah, he's great, and, and I, I I think he's just the funniest guy. He is so, the only character I had to actually like look up because I just wasn't sure who the hell he was, and then never use his name. Ah, well, I've never they, heard they of Doctor Psycho. His name. They call him Psycho. They they drop off the. Like the, well, the thing the is, when someone says psycho, hmm. they could really be applying to anybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's a, uh, an, an adjective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back, so the show, we start the show, uh, we're in Poison Ivy's apartment. Uh, she's cleaning, you know, she's going around cleaning, and, and all of a sudden the, the crew just busts in, Harley Quinn... Uh, Dr. Psycho and Clayface. Uh, they come in from a bank robbery. They're, they're, they've got lots of money on them. And in the process, uh, Harley smashes, uh, was it, uh, Poison Ivy's coffee table, a really expensive one, which kind of really pisses Poison Ivy off. Noguchi. So the Noguchi, yeah. <laughs> I realized with our talk before, we really started talking about the episode, and before I said what's up, internet, mm-hmm. uh, it might have confused people as to why my AKA is the the Mighty Pooh. Do you know what the <laughs> Mighty Pooh is? I would assume that's something that I do when I'm sleepwalking. Is that from uh, that. <laughs> a video game? Yes. Conquer's Bad Fur Day? Yes. Yes! Um, what? And it oh, also so looks awesome. exactly like Clayface does in this cartoon. Yes! <laughs> yes! Like, Holy he looks crap. like he has corn kernels for teeth. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, Rareware's gonna sue somebody for infringing on this character. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so the crew comes in, they've got the money, the table breaks. Uh, Harley is super excited because she thinks she's going to be all over the news. She's going to be the talk of the town. Uh, she turns the TV on, starts flipping channels, trying to see if she's on, you know, making the headlines. Uh, only to discover all the news channels are covering the story of uh, Batman stopping the Joker from robbing a bank. Uh, which... Harley ends up getting really pissed off because, you know, she's been working her ass off. She she wants to be the big number one in town. She wants to be the biggest supervillain, but no one takes her seriously, basically. So, uh, anyhow, so um, while they're going on about this, this issue, uh, there's a knock on the door and the landlord enters. It's Cy Borgman uh, as we talked about before, voiced by uh, Jason Alexander, uh, basically declaring that uh, he's getting ready to, to, you know, kick them out, and uh, you know he's he's pissed with the group. Uh, he doesn't like all the noise and and all the the villains being around, so he's basically there to start threatening to to kick them out. Um, <clears throat> eventually, we we cut back to the crew. They're they're posting uh online uh ads to get nemesis uh because in this universe uh supervillains could go online and there's there's things like you know tinder or you know all those other apps <laughs> but apps designed Find specifically for villains em. yeah 
but yeah, specifically the find, like you know, your nemesis. Um, <laughs> it's kind of the, like the total so, opposite of Tinder, though, because like Tinder, you'd be using to try to find someone you want to fuck, and like this app that they're using is to find somebody that you want to try to kill but also wants to try to kill you but you at the same time never do never mind it's kind of like fucking it's so, like an endless dance yeah, yeah. <laughs> it but is thing, it is a different horizontal dance the thing i really <laughs> can't get over is the whole like not allowing Batman to eat pussy in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also still stuck Cause on like, that. Because, like, the thing is, if any of these DC executives or whatever that said, no, that's a no-no, we can't do that, it's just like, did you watch anything else in this series? I and know. you were just like, oh, but it's okay, we have uh, Nemesis Tinder. Where, <laughs> uh, po- uh, uh, I was going to say Poison Ivy... Uh, Harley Quinn could hook up with 12-year-old Damian Wayne Robin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, not, but... I mean, that doesn't happen, but... Mm-hmm. Spoilers for what happens a little bit later in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I just realized right around now, there's a joke that's made that I lost it. I mean, I laughed my ass off, but I realized... You guys didn't see the second episode when they're putting together the crew. Uh, when they go to get Doctor... I think it's the second. might be the third episode. Uh, the reason Doctor uh, Psycho has joined Harley Quinn's group when he was originally a full-fledged member of the Legion of Doom, uh, he's in the middle of fighting his nemesis, which is Wonder Woman, uh, spoilers, sorry everyone, spoilers for previous episodes, which I highly recommend you watch first. Uh, but, anyhow, in the middle of a, a fight, they're having some banter back and forth, and he just gets really frustrated, and he, he calls her the C-word. <laughs> he just hmm. flat out, you know, you know, calls her, see you next Tuesday. And uh, everyone is shocked. Wonder Woman is shocked. The, the nearby, you know, the, the civilians who are watching the fight and having, you know, cars being thrown around them. They are, everyone's shocked. The, the news uh, caster who's there, you know, the... And so, basically, he actually gets kicked out of the Legion of Doom because they might be evil, but it's still not cool to call a woman the C-word. Wait, so, hold on. The Legion of Doom has PC rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So he, he literally can't uh, can't get any work, so he's forced to to join Harley. So as she's meant, she's listing off everyone who has a nemesis, like you know, uh, you know, Batman has the Joker, and uh, you know, I, I forgot the other example. Then the third one, she goes, and Psycho has his own inability to control using the c word. And uh, that's when Dr. Psycho says, no, my nemesis is Wonder Woman. She's just a ca... Oh, I see what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I lost it when when he said that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's see. So, anyhow, they, they haven't 
got any real uh, hits off that website trying to find a new nemesis, so Clayface ends up inviting King Shark over, uh, but he forgot to, you know, let the others know. Mentioned so that a shark Cl was going to show up? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the doors, there's a knock on the door, it opens up, and it's it's King Shark, and everyone else in the group is like, oh shit, you know, they're kind of scared, thinking... Hurley you know, breaks a bat over its face. Yep. <laughs> oh, so, Corey, you, what was that show back... Uh, the, the shark cartoon show? Street the, Sharks. Street Sharks. Like, that was that was the vibe. When he came in, I was like, they're doing a crossover? Like, it, I was just like, what the fuck? This is nah, crazy. Batman villains get weird. Yeah, they do. But like, I was I was super fucking excited for like three seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Street Sharks and Bat. Well, also Street Sharks were heroes. They wouldn't have been, you know, helping out the villains. Yeah. But you know, yeah, small detail. So uh, at this point, that's King Shark finally speaks up, and you discover he's actually a pretty chill laid back kind of guy and he's not really a hands-on villain he's more it support which is why clayface invited him over and he goes right over to their laptop and hops right on and starts hacking into the site to you know try to actually find him a real good nemesis uh he finds some uh, what was it tommy tomorrow yeah. is the one he found and you know, Harley is just not interested in all in some no-name Because well, Tom, Tommy, Tommy Tomorrow wants to fight somebody on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> casual. Yeah, a casual uh, person to fight on the weekends because he obviously has a day job Monday through Friday. So Yep. So at this point, Harley's kind of pissed, but then she says she has an idea. She has an idea to get a nemesis, and we cut to her Oh my in god, the Tommy Tomorrow is an actual character oh no oh yeah, i thought he was um, just made up for this no uh in fact they pull a lot of deep cut uh people uh, a lot of deep cut batman villains like the condiment king is in this series kite man mm. is is actually a, a fairly uh often used side character in um, fact we see uh, Kite Man, he we, he doesn't speak in this episode, but they cut to him for a scene for like two seconds. He's one of the guys like watching TV and and they're showing. Well, we'll we'll get to uh, that. Tom, so, they have, in my opinion, the deepest of deep cuts later in this episode, and I yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I'm gonna point it out when oh, we discuss we it. it it's it's it is the. The deepest of deep cut, in my opinion. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was thinking, yeah, like, what it, character, yeah. what character, don't, but don't I know spoil what you're it. talking yeah. about. I'm not spoiling it, but I know what you're talking about. So, I, I honestly, I was watching this whole episode, and I was like, this is pretty good, this is pretty good. We get to that point, yeah, fantastic. I, I, I'm pretty it's sure magic. I streamed at the, at yeah. the screen when that happened. <laughs> I, I laughed <laughs> uncontrollably. But anyway, we you need we'll to continue, to that. so that way yes. we'll get there. Yeah. So, uh, now at this point, Harley is in the Batmobile, she's cruising through the streets of Gotham, the police are chasing after her, she's playing with all the gadgets, all the switches, she's deploying, you know, uh, uh, those, the caltraps out of the back of the, the, um, Batmobile, blowing out tires, yep. she's doing all that fun stuff. She when ends this up was happening, I thought this was gonna end up being some sort of dream sequence. <laughs> 
Yeah. I was surprised seemed... she able, she was able to pull this off. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, how... It seems unbelievable. And then she pulls into the factory, and, and Dr. Psycho actually points out. He's like, how did you pull that off? And she points out that his Batmobile is voice-activated, which is a nod to the you know, uh, Batman from the 1980s with Michael Keaton, because the Batmobile was voice-activated in that movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyhow, I remember when she said that, I laughed, because I'm like, it is! And then all of a sudden she pulls out her voice recorder, where she has, you know, she spliced together different recordings of Batman, so she could use it to activate the Batmobile, as well as say that he likes to have sex with bats. Yeah. Uh, which is no, I sort think of a running he, joke in he the He likes show. to make love to bats or something. Make love to the bats, yeah. yeah. But it's weird, though, because it's like, I like to make love to bats. <laughs> like, yeah. like, the bats had, like, a weird emphasis on it. Yeah. yeah. And, so. oh, Batman is voiced by Diedrich Bader, which, uh, if you don't remember him... Did you guys ever watch the Drew Carey show when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. He... Oswald. Not on purpose. Oswald. Yeah. Oswald. That's Batman. I think he does pretty good for a Batman. He's voice. actually pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, next to Kevin uh, Conroy, I thought it was pretty damn good. Kevin Conroy is obviously like. He's just. Also, well, I mean, Kevin Conroy did a good Batman a, a long time ago, too, but he's older. I feel like he does an even better Batman voice now. It's yeah. a little bit more gravelly, like a little bit. Yeah. A little bit more Clint, Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, mm-hmm. I was about to be like Cle- Cletus Eastwood. Uh, Cletus no. Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. <laughs> 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 well, Clint Eastwood sounds like a, a very southern name. I don't know if yeah, he's. Cletus actually, Eastwood sounds like he's banging. His he, he's he's actually Cletus Eastwood is Clint Eastwood's um, brother. Who does the the majority of his voice acting because they sound the same, um, <laughs> and then he doesn't have to show his face, which is why he gets away with it. So there you go. Checks out. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So where were we? <laughs> uh, uh, Harley Quinn oh, yeah, so stole Batman. the Batmobile. Got yeah, it back the to Batmobile. the thing. Yeah, and uh, so. Um, all of a sudden, you you see uh, one of the grappling Batman's grappling gun go off, and it, it tangles up Clayface and, and has him hoisted up to the ceiling. and And you see in the shadows a, a figure that looks like Batman, a shadowy figure. And you're thinking, "Oh shit, Batman's here! He's gonna kick their ass and get his car back," only to discover it's Robin, you know, Boy Wonder. Uh, and this incarnation of Robin is Batman's son, uh, Damian Wayne. And, um, and this is why I, my intro was like being little, little baby Robin. Cause honestly, <laughs> I get like the, the kid, I would say that voice acts him cause it's gotta be a kid, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I thought that was great too. The having the little kid's voice. He's he's the thing is though is it's it's like he like definitely plays it up and Mm -hmm. it's written to be a very whiny version of robin so the whole time it's like harley quinn's being chased by like oh this little robin guy that's gonna ruin my day it's like it's like 
This is honestly the one part of this show that I kind of liked from the start. <laughs> but then got totally fucking sick of. Like, well, Robin is so fucking annoying. This is one of those things where if you're a fan of, like, the comics, you yeah. have to understand that this is something completely different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he is totally not like this in the comics. <laughs> oh, totally. He is, like, a hard-as-nails, like, assassin. Like, yeah, probably yeah. the most dangerous Robin that has ever been. But that should make you like, even... constantly ready to use lethal force. And it's just like, they're just like, no, nah, he's a little pansy baby in this. And it's just like, what? Well, that's, that's what, that's what, like, even more so, we should just be like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's happening? Like, I get it for the storyline of the comic of, like, Harley Quinn wants a nemesis and she wants Batman. So instead they give her Robin and they fucking nerfed the shit out of Robin. Like, they just nerfed him down to toddler level, essentially. But, like, it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's funny. Oh, they're still running with this, huh? Okay. All right. This is, yeah. Like, I thought that, to me, what would have been more entertaining is, like, if they if they made him show up and then he easily got defeated. He has this little, like, baby voice that they're doing. And then the next time he showed up, he just, like, wrecked shit. Like, that would have been better. But the problem is he doesn't do that. And I'm like... I just, I don't like him. I like, I like okay, everybody wait. else except for him. Okay, you say that, and I, I don't mean to skip forward, so we won't discuss it till the end. But the 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 last scene of the episode, though, does it redeem him at all? The joke. <sighs> You're gonna have to remind me of it because apparently right, well, it did. Well, we'll get there because. Yeah. I thought it was like the best joke in the one, uh, one or two of the best jokes in the whole episode. So we'll, we'll, but we'll get to that. We'll get there. Like I said, that's at the very end. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn gets pissed. She doesn't want to fight Robin because she thinks it's beneath her, and they leave. And and uh, you know. Uh, all of a sudden, we cut to the next scene, and Robin's being interviewed uh, on a talk show, you know, one of these Gotham daytime talk shows, uh, about his heroic fight against Harley Quinn, except he kind of changes quite a bit about it. You know, it's not that she gets upset and walks away. No, no, he fights and heroically defeats them and, and goes on to say, you know, she's now his nemesis and... They're all so proud that he's 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 a twelve year old boy with his own nemesis, and he's the the what did she call? Oh yeah, the it was my intro name. The woman refers to him as Gotham's little sweet potato pie, yeah. uh, which I love that. Um, but yeah, so anyhow, uh, we cut back uh, after Robin lies to the everyone on the TV and uh, Lois Lane ends up, uh, was it an article or a note? I think she wrote an article in the paper, right? Yeah, it was an article. Yeah. Article. Right. Yeah. She wrote an article in the paper, basically explaining that uh, Harley's Quinn, Harley Quinn's decision 
to fight a 12 year old boy has set back women's rights and and uh evil women's rights evil women's rights decades Mm. uh (laughs) so uh that's when uh harley gets the idea you know what we're gonna go kidnap lois lane because then we could get superman to be my nemesis well so ivy originally was like well actually the original idea was like oh let's go kill her retract no, oh, it was, it was like... retract the article. Well, I think it was Harley Quinn's idea originally being like, we should kill her. And then Ivy was like, no. And she's like, oh. A be- and then Harley Quinn... like, Because the whole part about this episode was like Harley Quinn coming up with the better idea, which was like, not <laughs> better. Which was then like, mm. oh no, let's just kidnap her and then force her to retract it. And then Ivy mm. was like, yeah, it's not gonna work or happen but right because she points out that superman will kick their asses Mm -hmm. yeah because worse what's worse than like wanting to get the attention of the police getting attention of the most powerful superhero on the planet as she put it (laughs) yeah yeah um so let's see we we cut to uh the daily planet and uh, they got Lois all tied up, and uh, Superman busts a hole through uh, the wall, and uh, you know Harley's excited because Superman's here. She's finally got a real nemesis, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, the, the the wall explodes, and in comes Robin on a little hovercraft device. Uh, hmm. It kind of looks like what do you? What are those things called that you so can they, stand on? No, they, they, they call them, they call them a hovercraft. Um, it's, I don't know why it's exactly, it's got two wheels that stand on the, it's like, uh, it's a horizontal thin platform that you put your feet on. It has a wheel on either side and it pivots in the middle. So that way you can like turn cause the two wheels act independently frontwards and backwards and they, Mm. Or no, it's called what a hoverboard. I think hoverboard. a hover hoverboard, um, which is honestly everybody in their right mind should boycott that company, and they should die, and they should die wow. in the cold, dead earth because they named it that to piggyback on the hoverboards from Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. And it is, number one, looks nothing like the hoverboards from Back to the Future. Entirely different design. And number two, doesn't fucking hover. Exactly. It's two wheels on the ground. It's, it's, a, it's a wheelie board. It's not a hoverboard. It's a wheelie board. So guess what? They did it for marketing. And that just proves that if you have enough money... And you market it well enough, you can break a lot of people's skulls when they fall on the ground on your shitty yeah, product. It's, it's it's a segue without handles. <laughs> so an unsafe segue. Ah. <laughs> a smaller unsafe segue. Also probably cheaper. I think segues are thousands of dollars and hoverboards like probably three to five hundred, I'm guessing. No, like mm. There's this hoverboard you could buy at Walmart for like a hundred bucks. Like they they gotten so wow. cheap because because probably no one's 
buying them because all you ever people see of these things are people on. wiping out. <laughs> so the they're, they're making them in further rural areas of China to get the price down. And then Probably. making and then the weight capacity is like 40 pounds at this point. It's like, put your toddler on here and let them die, please. Because <laughs> like the original ones came out and it was like weight capacity, 300 pounds made in America. Awesome. And then the next ones came out and they're like, made in China, weight capacity, 200 pounds. And they're like, now nah, at this point, they're like, made in, we don't even know where, weight capacity, 40 pounds, put your baby on it, hopefully they survive. But you already bought it, so. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, anyhow, once again, the gang leaves Robin. They don't want to have anything to do with him because it's embarrassing. Uh, they're back at the apartment, and uh, they find uh, Ivy standing there, and, and there's a big congratulations banner and some other uh, decorations up, and... Uh, which at first confuses uh, Harley and makes her think, oh, Ivy's pregnant, and she gets excited, and uh, only to learn that, no, all these decorations, as well as a card, had been dropped off by the Legion of Doom. Uh, the card has a voice recording from the Joker that pretty much mocks her uh, for what she's been doing, and then the card explodes, because uh, this is an exploding card sent by the Joker. Um, that's when... I believe Harley decides, okay, that's it. I'm going to kill Robin. I don't care. I'm going to kill him. But Ivy and, and the rest of the gang kind of talks her out of it, saying, you know, it's kind of beneath you. You don't want to be the person who kills Robin, you know. Uh, well, he is a child. He is a child, yes. So uh, they come up with this other plan, then. They're going to capture Robin. Uh, and have King Shark swim below Robin in a, a shark tank, you know, to help lure Batman down uh, so they could once again try to get him to be Harley Quinn's nemesis. Um, so we cut to the shark tank, uh, and we're, we're given a slight hint that uh, King Shark has an issue with blood. Uh, he says he doesn't do well with blood, and he gives the impression that, you know, like most of us, when you hear someone's not good with blood, you know, they, they have that kind of fear about it. Hmm. Uh, which we end up learning like, later like that's you, not the case. Yes, like me. A normal person like me would see it and pass out. And uh, be like, ew, blood, I'd rather sleep. <laughs> that's what yeah. goes through your head, right? Well, in my head I go... Ew, blood! I'd rather sleep and then oh, wake the, up. The, the and sleep, the, the, the sleep comes naturally. Well, <laughs> <laughs> cool. so there you go. That's. I mean, if you need to take a good shit, then look at some blood, pass out, <laughs> fall asleep, wake, sleepwalk to the shitter, take a shit, take a shower, clean your butthole, um, <laughs> and then wake up in bed and be like, "Wow." I didn't have to do anything, and I feel so fresh and so clean. So, is that you realize how lucky you got, Keith, that you didn't also try and shave? That didn't what? Try and shave. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Shit, shower and shave. I mean, I actually haven't shaved in like a week. I got a, I got a wicked neck beard going on right, right now. You could, have, you could have had just like a streak across your face of just like. <laughs> 
You know, it's funny, like the sleepwalking me, I think, realizes his his limitations, which are many. Um, (laughs) And I think that sharp objects uh, fall into that because it's just there has been so and I probably should have said this earlier. This hasn't happened in a while, but there was there was a. I don't want to say a regular period, but like a somewhat regular period of me waking up between one and three in the morning after drinking and showering in the middle of the night and then coming into the bedroom afterwards and being like, oh, it's not morning. I'm going back to bed now, even though I just showered and got dressed. Like there was, I would say that this is probably... This is absolutely in the double digits amount of times that this has happened in the past 10 years. Like, this this is a thing. It's like, if I drink a special amount, I'm going to wake up between 1 and 3 in the morning. I'm going to take take a shower and get dressed like I need to work. And then when I get back to the bedroom, either get woken up or finally realize it because it's is, fucking dark. And then just like... why Keith goes hard on the alcohol sometimes. He's trying to prevent this from happening. Well, that's a problem, though. Yeah. Is that because that, if... That special amount, that blackout drunk amount. No, no, that's the thing is the blackout drunk amount keeps me asleep. It's this weird amount in the middle where it's like, oh, you're drunk, but you're going to sober up right at like two o'clock in the morning. And you're going to go take a shower and get ready for work. <laughs> like, it's it's weird. It's like, it's like uh, Sober Keith is all about business. You sober up at 2 o'clock in the morning, it's like, boom, get up, get ready, let's go. Let's, let, let's, let's do some Excel spreadsheets, come on. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, man. And I have no oh. control over it because, honestly... Most of the time, I do not have any recollection of what happened. It is Nikki explain like it's me coming to cognizance, like at the point where like I'm getting questioned about my actions, and I'm like, "You're right. what? What? What was I doing?" And then I'm like, "Um, yeah, I guess I did shower. I feel, I feel my hair's wet. I have a towel on." About to get dressed, and um, okay, let's go back to bed. Yeah, I want to sleep more because I mean, given the chance, you want to sleep more, right? Sometimes, I actually sometimes I don't like sleep that much. But you could sleep. I mean, I mean, there are days. There are days where. I'll because I need to catch up a little bit, but there are also days where my alarm's not set to go off until like five o'clock, and I'll wake up at like three thirty four, and I'll just be like, "Nah, I'm up. That's fine." You just described a, a version of hell. Um. <laughs> Just preparing myself for the eventuality. Yeah, no, where you were like, oh, my alarm was set. So I get up at like seven. 
And I'm like, that's that's too early. That's and you're early. and you're like, my alarm's set for five, and I woke up naturally at three thirty and was like, this is enough. Well, not only that, but I specifically choose alarms that are like terrible. This is the kind of alarm. Well, this is the kind of alarm that like gets you fucking pumped to start the day. Oh, okay. All right. Or so like the dragon. Oh, rock the dragon. No, but that's actually a good idea. Oh, that's a totally good idea. I used the Avengers theme. Okay. Oh, we just got striked on our podcast. Oh, you sing it too accurately. Yeah. Well, because like you wake up to that and you're just like, wow, I gotta go get started yeah. you know but i've noticed that like after a while using the same alarm just ends up being like ah, i can i can go back to sleep after that see so the yeah. one i have now is not going to be relevant to you guys but to some of our listeners possibly i wake up to stone cold steve austin's theme with the glass shattering and it's just like this you know fucking kick-ass rock song that's like so all right here we go what is what does your wife think when that goes off at five o'clock in the morning (laughs) and you change alarms like when you do a new alarm for the first time and and it's glass shattering (laughs) 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 what is her like does is she a sound sleeper where she doesn't notice it or does she wake up in a panic well I don't sleep in the I don't sleep in the house, Keith. Oh, you sleep you sleeping in the office? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that solves the problem then. <laughs> the sleeping situation here has been weird ever since I started sleeping sitting up. Well, and the renovations I don't lay down anymore? No. Well, the, the re- I was I was already sleeping in a chair. Okay. Prior to the renovations. Because of, like, the snoring or acid reflux or... Mostly acid reflux and just because, like, sleeping in a chair prevents it, like, 100%. Oh, yeah. For the most part. Totally. And, sure, there are nights that, like, there wouldn't be a chance of acid reflux. Like, I haven't had anything to eat since well before, like, 5 o'clock. Whatever I had, I had, like, a sandwich. Like, nothing that would cause it. But just, like, that possibility, like, the acid reflux would be so bad that it's just like, alright, the rest of this night is fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no matter what I take, no matter what I do, I'm going to feel horrible. And ever since then, it was just like, well... Plus, like, I don't know, maybe this is me being a little bit defective, but whenever I, like, lay down... It's impossible for my body not to be hurting. Mm. Like I don't get rest from from laying down to go to sleep. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be like a zero. I G. wake up. I wake up and it's just like, God damn, how did I fuck my shoulder up? Yeah. God, why why is everything hurt more? Because every once in a while, like I'll like go lay on the bed, like before my wife wakes up 
and it's like I regret it every time. Like I, I get like I don't even fall asleep, and I just like lay there for like fifteen minutes talking to her, and then I try and get up, and it's just like Jesus fuck. Now my shoulders destroyed for the rest of the day for is, no reason. Is your bed just terrible? Maybe no, my bed is pretty good, pretty new. Fairly new. Well, I mean, we've had it for like three years, but we're still paying it off. Yeah, it's dude. not. Yeah, that's not. That's not an old like an old bed to me. Like they, sh- I don't know. They say you should replace them probably sooner than this, but to me, an old bed is like you know eight to ten years. Like that's an old bed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think that they probably recommend like probably sooner than that, like five to seven. But um. I don't but know. this is just like this has nothing to do with the bed. This is just me laying down. Yeah, no, it's just you. Like, it doesn't it's matter if it's on my bed. It doesn't matter if it's on the floor, on a couch. Like my body just doesn't like being flat. I guess. So, <laughs> are you sure you don't like the, wake up or I'm sorry, sleepwalk? Well, you know, I'm sure because like there are situations where I do this and it's I haven't even fallen asleep and I'm in pain. Uh, so, okay. wow. like the idea was always to get some sort of way for me to, like, sleep in the bedroom sitting up. But it just never came to fruition. So you need when one the of renovations those, uh... happened, it just became, like, second nature for me to sleep out here because there was nowhere to sleep sitting up inside the house. Um, you need one of those sleep... I just never stopped. You need one of those sleep number beds mm. that it, like, separates, like, the left and right half where, like, one half... Like, your half could like get put up into like a sleeping upright yeah you could actually like put yourself into a like recliner style position on your side of the bed Mm. and then your wife could do whatever she wants on her side of the bed this is also probably a like two to three thousand dollar solution so yeah um, a problem i don't really have yeah so you're like the problem is that you already have a solution the the problem is people hear that I'm sleeping in a chair and assume it's a problem. <laughs> and you're like, I'm fine in the it's chair. Not. It's not. Because <laughs> you could literally sit in that chair and probably play video games until you just fall asleep naturally, and then yeah, just... that's how you that's how you end up really racking up some hours on your Switch playtime. There you go. And then your Switch dies. <laughs> it runs out of batteries while you're sleeping. Well, no, because it's it's oh, it turns it, off. It's on the TV. It's a Switch. Oh, I was thinking like you were holding it. it in your hands, like the... yeah. I mean, if I if I were playing it in portable, but if I'm sitting in a chair in my game room, yeah. why wouldn't I have it on the TV? See, that's a, like my Switch that I have. Anytime I play it, I only play portable. I I was like that for the longest time, and I like finally started playing it in docked mode with the Pro Controller, and it's like night and day. I never. Like, it's like a last resort that I play it in handheld. Like, if I'm, like, on a long car ride as a passenger. Hmm. Like, it's intended purpose. It used to be that I'd be sitting in a room with a TV with it in handheld mode, and it's just, like, it's not like that anymore for me. See, the only reason why I always play it in portable mode is because when my wife is watching a show that I don't care about, then yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is my chance to play a video game. And, like, I can't then play on the TV that she's watching a show. Like, I can just be like, the show sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Diablo. <laughs> like, you know. 
It's a good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast because then she'd realize when you're playing Diablo, you hate all of our TV shows. shows. Oh no, no, no! She knows that. It's always it's when she's watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. She understands that. That's just what happens. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, she doesn't blame me for not watching her show. Just I don't like. I don't blame her for not playing Diablo. That's so. With all that said, our sponsor this week is The Bachelor. Uh, so let's, uh, hear some... Yeah. Make sure when you're sleeping that you wash your rosebud. I don't know where I'm going with that. (laughs) (laughs) That that was me blue screening right there. Yeah, I know. We're going to take a break real quick to refresh our drinks, and we'll be right back after this... Sounds good to me. ...word from Tom, I guess. Hello, dear listeners. It's your old pal Tom here, real quick to ask for your assistance in helping us grow the podcast by leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, or at least Keith hasn't offended you yet, why not share it with your pals and family? Oh, Tom, these are amazing juggling skills. Wow, you! I, oh, I wish our listeners could see this. You're just... You're you're throwing cats in the air. You're not catching them though. That's very concerning. <laughs> well, that's the trick, Keith. You gotta subvert the audience's expectations. I mean, it went from it went from juggling balls to bowling pins to cats, but then he just stopped catching them. Isn't that's not really juggling? That's, that's just throwing cats really high in the air and seeing actually, what happens. Actually, it's science. <laughs> oh no! Science. It's a physics experiment. So now that Tom's done juggling all the who's juggling? And Tom. Tom juggling well, the balls I mean, it's the it's a it's a very Again, it's, it's, it's a Again, loose it interpretation. It was a science experiment. It was a loose interpretation. Everybody thought he was juggling, but really, what he was doing is he was throwing cats into the air. And they're just letting them meet their maker on the oh, ground. I need to be unmuted to make my jokes. Yeah, yeah. And just letting them die, yeah. <laughs> Reducing some of those nine lives. They are... <laughs> Today, in Tommy Tomorrow's science class, <laughs> uh, we are going nickname. to... We're going to find out if cats have nine lives. Look at me throw this one into the air. <laughs> Tom, how did you Jesus. miss that? You could have been Tommy tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I was oh, I had it so wrote, angry. I, I did have it written down, but actually, you want to know the one I picked, the, the sweet little pumpkin pie or pudding. I'm sorry, little sweet potato pie. That was my first pick. My second pick would have been. You don't think I could kill a 12-year-old, O'Connell? <laughs> <laughs> that was so much better. And not only that, but then you wouldn't right. have been... Because the thing is, I don't know if... I just went with... I was disappointed, and then I went with mine anyway, because I was just like, little baby Robin. Like right, One thing I got to bring up before we go any further. Yeah. And this goes to anybody who hasn't seen this episode and potentially just for some reason, just, I don't know, listens to us every episode, which we appreciate. 
Don't get me wrong. Thanks, David. And I think it's a big ask to have had everybody listen to or watch every single episode of every single cartoon we talk about. But we are kind of glossing over a lot of the jokes. This yeah. this cartoon had a lot of jokes oh, yeah. um, that were actually funny. Um, mm. So all you other cartoons that I would consider in the new category that think they're funny, like Venture Brothers and all them other shits out there should pay attention to this one, I think. Okay, hold on. I picked a very poor <laughs> episode because you, you listen, knew this was gonna listen, happen. A lot Corey. of people yeah. say a lot of people say Harley Quinn owes a lot to the Venture Brothers because this is literally the Venture Brothers. Once you get into season two, end of season two, into season three, it's like exactly. It almost feels like it's pulled from the Venture Brothers. All the spoofs they do with all the because they have uh, instead of the. The Justice League or the the League of, uh, Legion of Doom. They have the uh, uh, Guild of Calamitous Intent, and instead of uh, they they have the OSI, which is like GI Joe, you know the the secret. Mm. Uh, and uh, anyhow, they they really rip into everyone. I should have picked any other episode, but I picked the first one I ever watched just because it it was the first one I ever watched, but. Okay, See, I have and, a plan. And stuff like that, like it's stuff like that, is why I'm afraid to pick a cartoon like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, because I was a completely different person when I used to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That was like mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen years ago, or whatever it was, maybe longer actually. Mm. And it's just like I used to think that stuff was hilarious back then. And it's just like, I'm afraid that if I watch it again now for the podcast, it won't have aged well. And I don't know, you know, like it's, it's weird. And also like a little bit of it is I've talked so much shit on new cartoons like the Venture Bros. (laughs) Like, I know that Tom is going to just absolutely shit on it (laughs) if it's horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but I like I, I guess I got a little bit ahead of myself with practically rating this episode when we're not done talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, if you we, we're getting talking. very close to the end, so I'll, let's let's quickly wrap it. In fact, we're getting to the we're almost at the scene where Keith was talking about the deepest of deep cuts. So let's get to that. Hmm. Um, so at this point, Harley and the gang came up with a well. Harley came up with a new plan. They're going to kidnap Robin. Lure Batman there, uh, and in the process, she kidnaps Robin. She has him tied up. He's hanging above a, a shark tank. Uh, King Shark's down there, circling in the water, and in the process, she's she's able to scare the shit out of Robin, and get Robin to admit he lied on the talk show, only for her to reveal that behind the curtain, the talk show was taking place on the other side and that everyone witnessed Robin said he lied and he was full of crap and blah 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 anyhow in that process Robin starts to get a nosebleed and a drop of blood lands into the tank which turns uh King Shark into this like absolute maniac I mean he just he wants to kill and eat Robin like it reminded me of if you guys have seen Finding Nemo 
Yeah. When they, yeah. they, they meet the group yep. of three sharks that are like, oh, we don't eat fish anymore. Like, we're fully recovered. Yep. But, like, Dory, Bruce, I think. Right? Was his name Bruce? Bruce, yeah. The shark? And, and yeah. Dory, Dory gets, like, she, like, bangs her nose. And, like, one drop of blood comes out and it floats up yeah. to his nose. Mm-hmm. And he goes just fucking nuts. I swear to God they pulled it from that. Like, because mm-hmm. he just, like, because number one, same same type of shark, same reaction to smelling blood. Like, even if they didn't pull it from it, it's essentially the same circumstance. Um, yeah. And at the point where Robin started bleeding above the tank, I was like, oh, fuck, that's what's going to happen. Like, I just knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. To your point earlier is that earlier in the episode when he was like, oh, I don't do well with blood. I thought it was a fainting thing. But as soon yeah. as he was like in the situation and Robin was about to bleed into the tank, I was like, nah, shit's going to go down. Like, this is. Yeah. And and you even cut to Dr. Psycho and, and Clayface talking about it's like almost a meta commentary where they're like, that was very that was misdirecting or you know, <laughs> real misdirection or something like that, where they're. We believed he was going to say this, but he did yeah. this. Oh, yeah. no, they actually said, they were like, oh, I thought I thought when he said that he was just going to get all fainty. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, anyhow, uh, at this point, King Shark is going nuts and he's about to eat Robin. So Harley ends up having to save him because she doesn't want to be a child murderer in the end. <laughs> so uh, she saves him only for King Shark to break through the side of the tank and still keep going after uh, Robin. Uh, and at this point, you know, Robin is crying for help. He keeps shouting out, you know, please help me, save me, Batman, Batman, save me, save me. And all of a sudden you hear him go, Father! <laughs> uh, which cracked me up because they would pepper Father or Dad in mm-hmm. with the, the, you know, asking for help. That's the real panic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then all of a sudden, uh, Batman appears, and he, he subdues King Shark, and this is what Keith was referring to before with the deepest of deep cuts. Uh, you see Batman pull out a uh, one of the spray bottles of uh, you know shark repellent, which is a reference to, what was it, was it 1968? Uh, I forgot I, the year, 66? It, it, it was Adam West, wasn't it? It was Adam yeah, West, Adam West, yeah, Batman back in the 60s. In the yeah. I when it was the movie mm-hmm. that they made. When Batman is hanging from a <laughs> helicopter and a shark mm-hmm. bites onto his leg and he pulls mm-hmm. shark repellent from the the bat belt and sprays the shark with utility it. Utility belt. The utility belt. Yep. He sprays the shark with it. The shark falls off his leg. The helicopter flies away. And then the shark proceeds to explode Explode. like a stick of dynamite (laughs) in the water so the thing is is that at least in this episode the shark repellent Mm -hmm. just subdued the shark it luckily did not (laughs) cover everybody in the blood and guts of shark king the mist yes a mist of uh, shark king um viscera yeah um, but yeah, that, that was great when he, he pulls out and it, they focus yeah. in and you read they, what the can says. Yeah, they focus like, oh, in on the can great. for like a second, just long enough for you to read that it's shark repellent. Honestly, I was, I was dying because the thing is, is that, yeah. like I said earlier, <laughs> this was like watching, it was like watching a, um, a DC cartoon the head swearing it had a light amount of blood, um, 
Because, like, when people got beat up, they get bloody noses, bloody mouths. Like, not, like, super mm. gory. But, like, you would never see that in, like, the, the old comics. Like, people get beat up, but there wasn't blood. Um, mm. So, you'd see the blood. You'd have swearing. They'd drop F-bombs. They'd, you know, they they wouldn't say the C word. But they would, they would drop other swears. And then mm-hmm. they did the throwback to the... Uh, old school Adam West Batman with the shark repellent. And from there I was just mm. like, all right, fuck it. You got me. You got like, yeah, that was, it, that was the clincher where I was just like, okay, this is good. This is like, this wasn't just entertaining. It is downright yeah. good. I, I feel like the episode, it snowballs where it starts off a little slow but you see it starts building up steam and then it hits a point where it's just like, wow, this is pretty good. And I think, yeah, that's, you know, the, this, this was the point with the joke where it's just like, uh, okay, this, this is a real deal. This is going to be good. This is going to be, it's going to be big. And they do finish. I think they finish on some pretty big jokes. Um, so at this point, uh, King shark has been subdued. Batman is pissed that Harley uh, that Harley was uh, you know threatening the life of his ward. Um, um while which this is, is going which on, is oh I'm sorry though like he he even describes him as his ward, but in this universe it's his son. <laughs> like Batman is like taking a step back and basically not acknowledging that Robin is his like flesh and blood. Well, he's doing that to somebody that. That doesn't know that he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, true. Except for also like the and also letting Robin the was like father know that it's your son is yeah. probably not a great thing to do. But it's just like, oh, it means even more if we kidnap him now. True. Yeah, that's why Keith isn't Batman. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just Sleepwalk Man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shitting. Wherever he feels. It's a magically so, self-cleaning ass. It's really weird. <laughs> hey. Oh, I am... Dwight. I'm auto-bidet... No, I'm auto-bidet man. Oh, auto your asshole is what? Oh. oh. That just gave me a horrible image of somebody shitting on top of one of those, like, sprinklers. Like, the yard sprinklers that just, like, rotate. Oh. And they just, like... Like, it's, uh, you just, you know. Well, next time we're hanging out with Mike, we're going to have to feed you just I, enough I alcohol to see if you do that. I, I haven't watched enough <laughs> of the Jackass movies, but I'm pretty sure, just based on their normal content, um, somebody is shit on a sprinkler, or a hose, or a fire hydrant, or something. Uh, we should just Google Jackass bidet. Oh. Should we do it? Nah, yes, you should do right it. <laughs> Sounds like on your Wi-Fi, anything goes. On your Wi-Fi. Then send me send me what you find so I know. Um, no, so yeah, there's anyhow. nothing. There's actually nothing. So they are... Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, so you know there's going to be at least one more Jackass movie. <laughs> They're they, going to invite you it, to guest star? Because there's, cause there's untapped content. And... No, Tom. I would not hang with that group of people because I've also seen like clips of like do you realize the torture these guys put themselves through? Like 
they're they're a different breed of human because even like when the cameras are not rolling they're constantly pranking and fucking with each other to the point where like they're getting physically hurt and like emotionally damaged all the time see they don't understand like you know there's very subtle and graceful ways to prank people like the way i prank you where i while you're sleepwalking, I'm just sort of hiding in one of the closets, looking out, you know, yeah. the crack to watch you. Jerking off in a prank. weird spot that I'm going to have to clean up later. And it, it totally doesn't affect you emotionally. At least that's the impression I got, which is, you know, I mean, why it keeps happening. It's confusing because I'm like, well, I didn't choose there. Who just there? <laughs> I mean. Eventually, this stuff builds up, Tom. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should I should put it this way, Tom. There's only so much random jizz that you can excuse from your life. <laughs> At some point, you start asking questions. Well, I mean, you God. do a lot of sleepwalking. You got to figure he probably jerks it off into the wall every once but, in a while. But Corey, I only have so much jizz, though. I mean, the, the body has limitations. Not for sleepwalking, man. <laughs> His ass is always wet and the jizz is always flowing. Oh, God. <laughs> this has become a very, very strange episode. Oh. I can't believe this has gotten more sexual than, like, any of the episodes where I talk about my dick. Yeah. Nope. Way more. <laughs> or the episode of the Magic School Bus. No, yeah. I don't remember what happened in that one because I haven't edited oh, it. Oh, come on. It was bad. The throat vagina. That should be okay. Yeah, you remember that yeah. now. That should be exciting to get to, I guess. Oh. <laughs> that, yeah. That is, that... The Magic School Bus did not. They didn't do themselves any favors. Some dirty animators. Mm. You know. So. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, Batman was pissed at uh, Harley for endangering Robin. Uh, But while this is going on, the studio audience is still there. Uh, The talk show host is still there. And, and, you know, the cameras are still rolling. So we cut to the Joker, who had just finished robbing another bank. And he breaks out of the bank with the money and his henchmen. And he shouts out, you know, basically welcoming Batman only to find Batman's not there. And he gets incredibly pissed when he sees that Batman's currently battling Harley Quinn. So we cut back to the battle. Harley's getting her ass kicked. Ivy shows up to save her ass, uh, which you might have picked up as sort of a... There's a recurring kind of theme where Ivy is the sensible one who points out how the plans aren't going to work and still... You know, she's despite what what her friend does, she's still there for her and still you know protects her and 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 got, has her back basically. So uh, eventually, we have Batman, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy all fighting until the Joker busts through the wall and joins in the fray. And we have this this four way battle between well, not really a four way; it's a three way battle. It's Harley and Ivy versus those two. Um, and anyhow, during the fray, uh, Joker manages to snatch Robin 
uh, and then he announces, you know, Batman, uh, you need to give up on Harley Quinn if you want to see your ward alive again, basically, uh, giving him an ultimatum, and he takes off. Um, at that point, we we uh, we end up cutting back later to uh, Har- uh, to Poison Ivy's apartment. Uh, we learn King Shark has um, joined Harley's gang. Uh, but then Cyborgman shows up knocking on the door to evict everyone, uh, with the reason being that he doesn't allow shark, uh, allow pets and King Shark counts as a pet. So he gives her her eviction notices, uh, and that pretty much ends the episode for Harley Quinn. But there's one little scene right after this where we're back at the Batcave and we see a very, uh, sort of, uh, upset Robin sitting in the Batcave and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden you hear Batman comes down and uh, he goes I may have <laughs> what was that was it a grilled cheese I'm sorry I'm trying to remember it looks exactly like a grilled he, cheese yeah it looked yeah. like yeah he, he comes down and he basically you know wanting to cheer up Robin his son uh, and he brings him, I made you your favorite, and it's it looks like a grilled cheese, and Robin just says, you didn't but it's, make it, it's stamped. Alfred made it. It's stamped with the R, like the R for Robin, yeah. like symbol, oh, no. on the, yeah, yep. like on the top of yep. the grilled cheese, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, he's, you didn't make that, Alfred, you, Alfred made it, and he goes, well, I, I made, made Alfred make it. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up, I laughed so hard at that. And it was I mean, so dumb, but I laughed. <laughs> like the true CEO of a company claiming credit for everybody below him because he made the decision to make those people do those things. He was like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> it's like that Reddit mentality. Well, you made this? This is mine now. Yeah. I, made, I made this. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he sits down and he starts talking with Robin and you know, he's trying to cheer him up and explains, you know, I didn't have my first nemesis till I was in my late 20s. So (laughs) this is kind of like the, like, I didn't, this is the way they're, I think they're playing it, is like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't have sex for the first time until I was in my 20s. Like, like, that's like the kind of, or I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was in my 20s, or like that kind of, like, vibe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which sets up the joke, which is coming up. But yeah, he says, you know, I didn't get my first nemesis till my late 20s. And, and I just love this line from Robin, because the whole time we've, we've heard Robin with the little boy, you know, the whiny little boy, little baby voice that annoyed Keith. But then he just, mm-hmm. he says, don't patronize me, father. It's unbecoming. And that, I'm sorry, but that made me laugh so hard, because it's like... Like Keith, I was annoyed with some of the baby yeah. talk. Like at the beginning, it was funny. Then it kind of got kind of an. It just seemed a little too babyish or too kiddish. Yeah, they were and playing then, too hard into it. Yeah, but the whole reason behind it is just to set up the end joke where they were leaning into him being such a kid, but it was all you know, the the underlying joke is it had to do with sex, and and then so uh, after he says that, you know. Batman says, oh, I'm not, and, you know, it's okay, you'll get there one day, don't worry, and, 
and you know he cheers Robin up, and then Robin just the last line just goes, you know, okay, when can I start having sex? And that's when Batman goes, uh, I think I can hear the bat signal, and he takes off. Yeah, which the bat signal is a fucking light in the sky. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you can't hear that. And yep. number two, um. The thing is that Batman could have told Robin, like, go for it. Who's your prospects? (laughs) Like, because with the amount of time that Robin spent in this episode basically trying to be a superhero, he has zero prospects to do anything. Batman could have been like, fuck fuck your brains out. Like, you got nobody. Like, he could have just called his bluff. I don't know. I haven't seen other episodes. Prove me wrong, Tom. I mean, is is Robin just... I mean, if he follows in Batman's footsteps, apparently he's not going to be eating any pussy, but... Um, because <laughs> that's not allowed in HBO. Right. Yes, especially when it's a 12-year-old boy, because that seems highly inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, more than him just having... Okay. Yeah, uh, I will say, uh, you know, spoilers. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into too much detail. It's, it's not like Robin is a main character. He just happened to pop up in this episode. He, he pops up periodically in episodes, but he's, he's not like, you know, he's not Harley Quinn or her, her crew. Yeah, uh, those are all main characters, and the story focuses on yeah. them from week to week. But you get the guest stars every week or the guest characters. You know this. This episode happened to be, uh, you know, focused around Robin, and I, I originally was going to do episode six of uh, season one, which is uh, "You're a Good Cop, Jim Gordon," because uh, that that one, I thought that one is just absolutely ridiculous. But then I thought, well, I don't know if they'll find it as funny because it's something I find horribly funny. But I don't know if you guys will just the relationship between Jim Gordon and uh, one of the villains is just hysterical. So, Um, but anyhow, uh, it's something you should look into. If you like this episode, it's definitely worth watching some more. And like I said, episode six was one. I I was the one I was originally going to tell you to watch. So, well, I once again Uh, have your HBO max login. So, I can I can pilfer that as much as you've pilfered my Disney Plus login. <laughs> we don't do that. What are you talking about? No, oh, we don't share what? logins. Don't tell what? Mike. Don't he is tell totally Mike. Joking. We Mike, if you're listening that. to this, we all have no, our own get subscriptions. Mike fired from Disney Plus. Yeah, that's true. Never a last name. Never a last name. Yeah. No, never a last name. Mikes. Actually, his name is Miguel. <laughs> we just call him Mike because we. English, we English his name. He's El Diablo Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's definitely fucking caught out. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Jesus, how many, how many, how many people do you think go by that phrase? <sighs> he's gonna take away our one five star rating now. Mm. You know, thought we had something good here. He's probably gonna go back to David Spade after this and just be like, "Listen, David." This guy's been talking mad shit about you. (laughs) 
Yep. You should really listen to that episode about Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so uh, how many shark repellents out of ten would you give this episode? Hmm. I'll go hmm. first. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if it would make me watch the whole series. But I'm kind of considering it because I'm kind of in between shows to have on hmm. in the background. Um, I feel like this was a weird spot to jump in because... I'm assuming the first three episodes kind of introduce, yeah, the crew, and like for yeah. like I, I think I mentioned before we I don't remember if we were already recording or if we hadn't started yet, but I had to Google who uh, was it mm-hmm. Doctor Psycho, Mister Psycho, yeah, Doctor Psycho. I had to Google who that was just because in all the years of reading DC comic books, I've never come across a character that looked like that, so I wasn't 100% <laughs> sure who the hell that was. I thought he might have been, like, the Mad Hatter that lost his hat or something. <laughs> like, I was trying to think of a Batman <laughs> villain that made sense. Mm. Um, but I think I would give this eight shark repellents out of ten. Nice. Um, I was thinking honestly very similar lines to Corey um, I thought it was a very solid show um, because it was like the the cartoon like I said like cartoon I wish I had in my childhood that I shouldn't have been able to watch kind of thing like it was the DC <laughs> comic that had like a little bit of blood and some swears in it. It just had that little extra like flair. I understand that like the characters maybe didn't hold totally true to the comics in or some of the characters didn't in, in some regards, mm. but I was not, you know, into the comics, so that didn't deter me. Uh and then honestly the the fact that they threw the shark repellent in there means that like to <laughs> me, the writers are the writers although they're not holding the characters true they're they're basically doing newer versions of the characters in this world that they're creating which is i would say in marvel and dc is not something new because the shit gets rebooted right. constantly and it's a new world yeah. every time they do a new Multiverse. thing yeah exactly yeah. so it's like they're doing the whole new thing so like you can't you can't hate on them for trying to do something new, but throwing that kind like that kind of old school throwback, like the shark repellent to mm. the, what was it? We said seventies, Adam West, like sixties. Mm. Yeah. Or sixties. Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember seeing that, that clip, like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it gets it gets an eight from me. I mean, honestly, without nice. that, without that, I feel I feel like I would have given it like a seven or a seven and a half. That throwback mm. shows me that like they're like, no, nah, we're gonna we're we're doing the throwback. We're we're giving our our nod to the mm. 
original ridiculousness of some of the superheroes or or supervillains potentially and I yeah. hope I hope that they do and I'm sure that they probably do that in other aspects within the show. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I am going to give this nine shark repellents. Again, I with most of my episodes when I give a rating, I the episode itself might be slightly lower, but I give it a little bump just if I've seen the whole series or Mm-hmm. At least all the way except till this week's episode, which I'm going to watch after we get we finish this. Um, I, I really enjoy this series. It's uh, you know it's it's funny and crazy and and yeah, I, I you have to understand that the, the characters in this are not like the comic book characters. You know, they're they're caricatures, caricatures of the characters where they're kind of mocking them or taking certain things to the extreme to to make jokes about them uh and i i kind of wish i picked an episode where uh you learned about alfred and his secret identity because uh alfred in this this universe is (laughs) is incredible um something to look forward to I'm not going to spoil it. I don't, uh, I don't. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, and I want to find out. I know it, it's 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 something. I, I, yeah, it's it's funny as hell. Anyhow, um, yeah. So I give it a nine. I mean, the animation is pretty darn good quality. You know, it's not shit animation. It's new. It looks good. It's uh, pretty crisp. Uh, music is well. It's nothing. Nothing special or nothing to write home about. But it's it's good. I didn't um, notice that average happening. music. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It, it wasn't there. Nothing that stood out, uh, but it was okay. Like uh, I watched it a couple times, and I, I always try to make a note of the the music or the soundtrack because uh, some some series we've watched has some excellent music, and others just are fucking horrendous. Uh, and this, I'd say, I, I'd give it you know as far as music goes, I, like C plus, B minus for for music. It, Nothing stood out, that's a thing, but it, nothing made me also go, oh, the music's terrible, like other episodes of shows we've watched. Um, and yeah, like you, a good point Corey had mentioned earlier is this show is loaded with jokes, but uh, if I was to go through every joke, we'd still be in like the first act. Uh, it would take us another three hours to finish, you know, because every joke is funny and then makes us think of side stories and we start going on tangents. So, um, but yeah, uh, good show. Pretty funny. I give it a, a nine. And again, I, I, it's a little elevated just because I, I want people to go watch the series. It's good. You'll enjoy it. It's, it's funny. And also Tom's probably playing the, uh, the cartoon commentary ratings, uh, games. <laughs> Where he's trying to get another one of his picks into the top five. <laughs> oh, uh, well, if we're going to do that, I mean, I give it a perfect ten. This is the greatest <laughs> series we've ever seen. Hey. You should watch it uh, and fuck these guys with their eights. Like, they should have given them tens. I like, I like stats, so I keep track of shit like this. And every <laughs> once in a while, I'll give everybody an update on like how it stands. And I only... I only count the ones that I've edited so far, so, like, I'm just, like, looking into the future for when this eventually gets edited, and it's just like, oh, man, it's gonna bump out 
this one. It's going to be tied with this. <laughs> All right, but we'd like to thank you for spending this time with us. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Take care, drive safe, and until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. I'm Keith. Sleepwalking this whole time. Sleepwalking, man. Don't shit on that wall. (laughs) You don't shit on walls. You shit on the floor. Yes, you do. You don't shit on the floor either. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I mean, if you're Tracy Morgan, you shit. No, no. Your wife if, you, if, you're Tracy, if you're if you're Tracy Morgan, you uh, shit in the litter box and blame it on the cat. Uh, so Keith's like, "Come on, Nikki. It was the dog." She's like, "Our dog is only five pounds." <laughs> Like, our dog's asshole is blown the fuck out if he did that shit. (laughs) Good night. Oh, goodbye. Good night. Dick.